0: Namaste everyone. On behalf of SSVM Institutions, I extend a warm welcome to all. Our speaker of the day is one of the social activists, Ms. Sharanya Rangraj. Before we move on with the questions for today, let me introduce our distinguished guest. Ms. Sharanya Rangraj has master's in psychology and she is a board certified associate behavior analyst. She has vast experience in training children with developmental disabilities. She started Third Eye a center for autism in the year 2013 with the vision of empowering and expanding the world of children with autism through ABA. Nishanya as a secretary and trustee of Sharnalayam that was started for the children and elders below poverty line. Daya an orphanage home, Jyothi an abandoned mentally ill and mentally retarded adults home, Swiha a legalised adoption agency for the Coimbatore district. Pritham is a senior citizen's home. Ms Sharnya also conducts autism awareness events in various malls and public places. Hello ma'am. It's a great pleasure having you here amidst your busy schedule.
1: Thank you Harita. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: So, um, April 2nd being World Autism Day, we as young students uh, like to be more informed about what is autism and... What it exactly means? So, how would you define Autism Spectrum Disorder?
1: Autism is a neurodevelopmental disorder where the child will have issues with communication skill, social skill and they will have repetitive behaviours. Now, if you take communication skill, there are two types. One is like receptive communication and expressive communication. So, receptive communication is the way we understand. Say, I give you an instruction, you just understand it and follow. And the way we imitate others. So this is all receptive communication. And expressive communication is going to be how we are going to express ourselves. It can be a sign language through vocalization or uh, writing on a paper. So that is expressive communication. And they will have issues with social social conditions like uh, playing with toys, uh, being with others, taking turns, how do they uh, behave in a social setup, so that all they will have issues. And also they'll have repetitive behaviors. So, repetitive behaviors means they'll have like lining up objects, they will end up uh, seeing the wheels of the cars, uh, they will keep walking around, they will have a lot of self-talk. Uh, so, these are some of the behaviors that you can see in autistic children. Uh, but that doesn't mean all these behaviors will be there. It's, it's based on the uh, no assessment.
0: Yes, so Uh, It's really great to know how uh, passionate you are about autism. So what made you very passionate about autism? Uh,
1: So we run an NGO called Sharana Alayam, so it's been there for the past 20 years. We take people from the streets who are abandoned, especially predominantly mentally ill people, adults who wander on the streets. Uh, So when they bring them to us, the police and the doctors will say that this person is mentally ill. Uh, but we, when we keenly look into them, actually they have autism, but they didn't have a proper early intervention or they didn't have a proper training throughout their life. So, once their pa- parents are no more, they end up on the streets. So, this led to us thinking like, yes, we need a separate center for autism. We need to create a lot of awareness. So, that's how we started Third Eye. Okay.
0: Uh, what do you think are the opportunities that, um, that are available for them in the society and how can they utilize it? So for autistic
1: kids, first we are looking for social inclusiveness. Um, I'll tell always the parents, they are as such, they are super happy, right? It's the parents who are super worried, the society is super worried uh, what we are going to do with them. But as such, as individuals, they are happy in their own zone. So, we can obviously, we need to give a lot of training and therapies to bring them to our world. That's what we we do, right? We, we make them follow the instructions. We make them to do certain tasks. Eventually, they, they might end up having a lot of talents. Uh, so, I myself, we have kids where they sing well, they play music well, they paint well. So, these talents can be easily identified provided they get the right therapy. So, if this challenge are identified, obviously, they can be like a very productive citizens to the country.
0: So, what are the different types of therapies available for them and how is it given, imparted to them?
1: Okay, so therapies, there are, if you go to the internet, there are more than 100 therapies. Every day, new therapies coming like horse therapy, laugh therapy, uh, all kinds of how do you show your anger. So, everything, all out there. But then what we are looking for is a scientifically proven and evidence-based therapy which has got many years of research into it because these kids won't be able to communicate. So we can't be forcing all therapies into them. So we focus predominantly on applied behavior analysis. It's a scientifically proven therapy for autism. So this therapy works on the principle of motivation and learning. So um, we this can improve the skills of the skill deficit of the kids as well as manage the behavior of autistic kids. And also there is something called occupational therapy, which works on the fine motors and gross motors of the kids. And if they have any sensory issues that can also be catered through occupational therapy, then we have speech therapy. Uh, but to do all this, first we need to focus on ABA because autism kids will have lot of behavior concerns. So first, we need to concentrate on the behavior concerns before we focus on the communication skills and social skills.
0: Uh, what, according to you, are the methods that should be adopted for the equal treatment of autistic children?
1: Okay, so this, um, first of all, the parents should accept their child as it is, as such, right? So that is the problem we are seeing now. Now, always the parents come and ask, Okay, we the child is showing the child is working so hard, and there is some kind of improvement happening within the child. But the mother is coming and saying, "No, this is not enough. I want him, him or her, to be like the sibling who is like going to the school." So first, it's the parents who have to accept the kid as they are. They don't have to look for a replica of the uh, of a perfect child or the neighbor's child or the sibling. Uh, second is if the parents are going to accept, obviously there is going to be social inclusiveness, right? So if the parents are uh, not going to feel embarrassed taking these kids out to a wedding or to a restaurant, obviously the public is going to get more exposed of these kids. Very rarely we see kids who are autistic in public, right? Where do we see in restaurants? Where do we see in mall? So the more they come out, there will be more social inclusiveness. So, um, I will not say it's only the society that has to work on, it's the parents who has to say understand what's the issue of the child and they should make sure the child is getting equal opportunity.
0: So, how do you see uh, different development centers that are uh, coming up for these children? And like, how how like?
1: Okay, so again, as I said, there are a lot of therapies that's coming out And it's so nice to see there are autism awareness is really out there. Seven years back, uh, there were people who were asking whether autism is a new brand or it's a new shop. Uh, So when we started uh, awareness programs, people will be just smiling at us saying, what is this you are doing? Nobody used to talk about autism loud, right? We were making a lot of noise everywhere in the radio, in the... Uh, in the t-news channels and in the malls and so because it's 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 such a taboo to discuss about this developmental disorders in public. So, when we started it, literally there was nothing. I think we were one of the very few centers in Coimbatore. But we could see like now a lot of people are interested in knowing about what is autism and they want to study more and a lot of uh, centers are opening up. Uh, so, but it's up to the parents to see which centre is really good and uh, which therapy is giving evidence-based uh, 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 results and they have to decide where to go.
0: Why do you think autism as a biological con- condition happens? Is there Will there be any hidden talents in these children? How could they be found out? Okay, so
1: autism, again, it's a wide spectrum. So I, I'm sure a lot of people know that. It's a mild, moderate and severe. You have three categories if the child is on the mild definitely they'll need very few months of training and they can end up going to school and lead a very normal life if the child is moderate again you need an intensive training but again they can be very easily integrated back to the society they'll need but they'll need substantial support but with severely autistic kids you need a like a lifelong training process because every year the child Age is uh, going and there is a hormonal change that will be happening. So, you need to teach a lot of things to this child. So, and they'll have a lot of behavior concerns if the child is severely autistic. So, there is uh, also a myth saying that all autistic kids will have talent. It's not that. Uh, first, to identify the talent, that child should cooperate, right? That child should be given an opportunity. So the child should be given various opportunities and based on that we can identify where the child has the interest and then we can go from there. So again it's a wide spectrum, we can't say each child, like it's just like us, not everybody in the world is like super talented, right? Each person is different, that's how autism is.
0: Um, How long, so we spoke about the therapies, how long are these therapies given and is there any age limit for an effective therapy?
1: Okay, That's a very good question. So, we we often tell the parents early intervention is the key. Early intervention means less than four years. So, we see kids coming now like at the age of one year, which is like super good. After one or two years of training, they can be very easily integrated back to school. Uh, So, the earlier, the better. And also, we can't say what will be the duration of the therapy because again, autism you know like there are several variations, mild, moderate and severe. If the child is mild, it's probably few months, severe it might take many many years. So, we really don't know the duration but the parents have to have faith in the therapy because we see some parents where if the child is not showing improvement in the next six months and the next other child is showing a lot of improvement, The parents stop training. They just keep them at home saying that there is no use in giving therapy or spending money or time on this child. So I'll say like give therapy as long as you can. Definitely you'll see a lot of improvement and please don't compare your kids with other children.
0: Is there a way to ensure to keep these children safe from the perils of the judgmental society and how can the students be educated about in including them and also supporting them
1: yeah this again the parents why the parents are having a huge stigma it's because of the people around them right they go to a wedding and take this kid and the relatives ask them what class he or she is studying and they can't say that he's going to a special school or he's going to a therapy. Uh, he's having a developmental disorder, right? So, it's it's just that the society has to be inclusive. The society has to be non-judgmental. There is a lot of pressure on the mother nowadays because the mother is always judged for parenting. Say the child goes to the supermarket and pulls down all the material from the rack, all the things from the rack, and obviously, will start judging the parents. Mother, right? So that shouldn't be there. So that is one thing. And a lot of awareness has to happen everywhere in, in offices, in schools, in hospitals. A uh, lot of places there has to be a lot of awareness. Uh, this will help to desensitize and create an inclusive environment. So that is what we are looking for.
0: What approach should a parent take once they identify autism symptoms in their children?
1: Okay, many parents, um, they think that boys will speak late. so they end up not going to diagnosis until the age of five or six. So, okay, only if speech is going to be a problem, that's a different story. But then, if the child is not able to understand what we are speaking, or not able to follow instructions or not able to imitate us, then the parents should immediately approach a developmental pediatrician or a psychologist to do an assessment. And immediately, they should take the child to therapy. And also, they should make sure that they should stop all the screen time uh, because I see a lot of parents telling me that they don't know how to engage the kid. So, they end up giving a lot of screen time. And the child is having a lot of tantrum. They end up having a lot of screen time. So, please switch off the screen time and spend a lot of time with kids and engage them, play with them, talk to them more, teach them more. Uh, That's what you should do. But first and foremost, you should take them to a therapy center.
0: It's really inspiring to know that you've followed your parents' footsteps and have made it as your patient to help autistic children. So, uh, I'm really inquisitive to know about your parents' story.
1: Yeah, my mother, she uh, she was a college professor in uh, Pollachi, NGM College. She was a history professor. Uh, And my father was in working as an executive engineer in waterboard and we had our own uh, businesses as well. Uh, My mother, she always wanted to start an orphanage in her younger age as well when she was doing in school. Uh, Then she wanted to start after marriage. We were all small kids. Then uh, the whole family said, let them all go to college and then you can start the orphanage. So, she started the uh, Sharnalim, a home for the children of God when I completed my 12th grade uh, in 2000. So, uh, then she started in a very small house because my father said uh, he's going to support for only one year, then she is on her own, he is not going to support her anymore. Because we everybody thought she is just doing it, like she is not going to continue. But uh, her first child was a cerebral palsy child. Uh, He was living in a hut because his mother used to go to the daily wages and he was kept locked in the house. Nobody will be there to feed him. Uh, Cat will be there and no, the cat and this boy will be eating from the same plate. So she saw that and he was the first child and he didn't have a name at all. They used to call him Poochie. Poochie means insect. So she named him as Shakti and uh, like that she took like four or five kids under her wing and then slowly... Like many people wanted to come to us, beggars children, sex workers children, orphans, um, destitute women. So like that we expanded and now we have nearly uh, 100 kids in our orphanage. Uh, we have a abandoned mentally ill and mentally redar- retarded adult center where we have nearly 100 adults living in campus where we rehabilitate them. We have a psychiatrist, we have a nurse. Uh, we give them special education. We monitor their uh, development and all that. And uh, we have a lot of se- we have couple of senior citizens home. And uh, third eye is something that I started because uh, I wanted to follow my mother's footsteps. I'm because I get to see everything. I was traveling a lot and abroad. I I, I get to see best of all the words and when i was a small kid when i was like in fifth grade sixth grade i used to go to slums and work with my mom so i thought this is the need of the art to start an autism center and i joined my mom in sharnalim as well and now i'm the secretary of the organization and also the director of uh, third eye for autism
0: it was really motivating to hear about your parents now Even we, as the young generation, would like to pursue careers in autism. So, what is your advice for our generation?
1: Definitely you can do because um, autism is not curable. It is only trainable. Uh, So, these kids will need a lifelong support. Many kids will need a lifelong support. Many kids can be independent. Uh, So, you can do some courses in psychology. You can do courses in applied behavior analysis. Uh but this applied behavior analysis is the scientifically proven therapy for autism. But then in India you don't have this course. So you have to either travel abroad and study. Uh, but if you're going to do this course, it will be you will be like changing the lives of many people. If the if the child is going to say or going to speak Amma, then obviously the whole family is going to be happy, right? So Just you are going to change one child, the whole family, five or six people are going to be happy. So, I will say you can do psychology, applied behavior analysis, occupational therapy course, you have speech therapy course, you have multiple.
0: Mom, it's really great to know about someone who gives so much into society and helping hundreds of people out there. Mom, and we would also like to serve the society and inspire from you. Thank you, mom. It was such a great, lovely time with you. Thank you so much for having
1: me here. And it's lovely to speak with you and interact more about autism and get the autism awareness to the younger generation as well. Thank you so much.